So on today's podcast, we talk about how I used to be crazy and everybody called me crazy, but now I have some data to back it up. And today, we talk customer journey data, like how to have your audience 131% more likely to buy from you, how to have 70% of your customers know this one thing that will win their business forever. We have study after study, like 55% of people returned product because they didn't fully understand how to use it and how we solved it on the podcast, the jobs to be done framework. Like this episode is loaded with knowledge, with education around what's important on how to build your business, on how to build relationship with your customers, on how to get them to talk about your products, get them to share your products, get them to leave reviews for your products. And we go straight to the foundation of it all that makes it work. We have the data, we have the studies, and I talk about how to put it into practice, reminding you how to do it, and then tell you to go. So all of that, I'm just really excited about because it's only like a 15-minute episode and I cram that in, in today's episode. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show, where today I'm going to tell you how I love being crazy for so long that eventually enough data shows up to justify what I've been talking about for seven years when everybody said I was crazy. But I'm going to keep saying it and I'm going to give you some reminders today because we're going to talk about customer journey this entire month because it matters now more than ever before. Companies are losing. Paid media is going down. Everybody is now understanding that the only thing that really matters is the relationship with your customer and potential customers. And that's all that ever mattered. And so everybody's starting to feel the pinch and they're starting to lean in. Then I'm going to give you some reminders. Customer journeys, the things that I talk about, they are the way that you guarantee to win the game and it's going to make sense. And so today's podcast, Ashley and I scraped the internet and we found some incredible research studies, some incredible numbers. And we're going to link all these in the show notes for you because I recommend that you read all of them. They are mind-blowing. The research, the data, it's so powerful. And so I'm going to start with what we found. So research indicates consumers are 131% more likely to buy from a brand after they engage with early stage educational content. Meanwhile, 70% of customers in this study say understanding how to use products and services is important to winning their business. So let me recap those both. 131% of people said they were more likely to buy from you after they engage with you pre-purchase around educational content. Listen to that. And then 70% of customers in another study say understanding how to use products and services is important to winning their business. Which brings me to the next study from a data customer analytics company on behavior, uh, which is Wise Owl. It's spelled W-Y-Z-Owl. They ran a survey where 55% of respondents said they'd returned a product because they didn't fully understand how to use it. In that same survey, nearly 9 in 10 respondents said they'd be likelier to stay loyal to a business 
that welcomes and educates them after buying their product or service. Ding, 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 ding. Hello, customer journey. Hello, the five required steps of every customer journey. Hello, acknowledge them. Data, data, data. And so what you have to understand (coughs) is that building a customer journey starts from the place that everybody is our customer, whether they've paid us or not, because our job is to show them how to do things and achieve things. And so I'm going to read through the rest of these notes, and I'm going to start breaking down and explaining the models, the things that I've talked about, so it can make a little bit sense to you. And so based on these studies, um, what they recommended is that to build customer education materials, you want to understand why your customers buy your products or services. And so there is an incredible framework that I used to use for my daily task management that I don't anymore, but it is so powerful when it comes to understanding your customer's behavior. And it is the jobs to done, jobs to be done framework. And so with that framework, it assumes that people don't buy products or services, they hire them to solve a problem or reach a goal, which is 100% incredibly, credibly true. The overarching motivation for launching educational content should be to help customers succeed. Educated customers are savvy customers. They understand what they want and will reward companies that help them achieve their goals. So now I'm going to start dropping notes and repeatables that I've said to you all the time. A marketing law essay. Everybody has to feel valued whether they give us their credit card or not. Got it. Another thing I say, our job is not done until they've achieved the goal that they've desired by purchasing our product or our service. Okay. In this, it says, educational content should help customers succeed. I teach you the four paths to the peer. And the four paths to the peer are the buckets and the ways that you build educational content to allow people to take their next step. And so when we think about educational content, our job is to help people achieve their goals. So if you come to me to buy collagen and you're not ready to buy collagen, I know that you're interested in healthier hair, skin, and nails. So I could give you educational content, (coughs) excuse me, on how to have healthier hair, skin, and nails naturally with these foods, which would help you feel healthier. And that might make you want to buy my collagen, but if not, I still helped and I still get the loyalty from that customer. Now, as of 2023, 93% of marketing is word of mouth marketing. And in this study, when it says educated customers are savvy customers, they understand what they want and will reward companies that help them achieve their goals. When I teach you customer journey, I say things to you that they can't, you can't win before they win. And so one of the things I harp on is that people sell products and services and ask for testimonials and reviews on day two not once they've helped the person use the product or the service or achieve the goal and once they've gotten the result win. Because when was the last time you saw a group of friends where I was like, hey, I'm so excited that I signed up for this fitness program that I'm not using and I didn't go. You should sign up too. Never. So in order to capitalize on earned media or word of mouth marketing, you actually have to help your ideal customers, whether they're paying customers or not, move closer to their goal so that they can celebrate a win and have something to share in that 93% word of mouth bucket. And if you've been to our events, and if you haven't, the event is what teaches you all of this, maps all this out. So make sure you go to mindatgeorge.com slash event to find the next one because I, I can't 
I teach it for 600 bucks and it will blow your flipping marbles. Okay. So we understand that our job is to help move people closer to their goal. And so we think like that in business. And when we start to understand that, even if somebody is interested in us and they're not ready to buy, that gap might be too big. But if we find the one micro win, like a new habit, a new workout, a new mindset shift, a book to read, and then they do it and it works, they'll celebrate that win. That win is what they'll start to talk about and associate with you. And then they'll move up your rung potentially or maybe not, but you'll still capitalize on that. And so I'm going to recap some of these numbers and thoughts from the top. Consumers are 131% more likely to buy from a brand after they engage with early stage educational content. So we talk about this all the time. And so if you think about the four paths to the peer, which I've taught on this podcast a ton, in that first two buckets of people that bounce or that want to learn more, that's where your content lives. That's for you to put content out into the world that will help your ideal customers learn from you and move one step closer to their goal, even if they're not ready to purchase, right? And so that's covered. Then you have the learn more bucket, which is where people would opt in. That would be lead magnets and educational content. And then you have the pay bucket, which is where your product and service comes in. And so that's where the four paths to the peer model that I talk about and teach. So go re-listen to that episode if you haven't. And then 70% of consumers in this study say understanding how to use products and services is important to winning their business. (coughs) 1,000%. And for all the dudes listening, (coughs) excuse me, let me have a sip of my coffee. And for all the dudes listening, you know exactly what we're talking about here because we'll buy something and learn just enough about it to be dangerous so then we can tell everybody how much we know about it. And so when you think about that, though, we want people to talk about our products and our services. But if somebody comes to your home and they ask you about a product that you bought, but you don't know how to use it, you're not going to have the confidence to explain it. And then you're not going to want to tell them. And then you're not going to want the product. And so it starts to create resentment because people want to know how to understand and use the things that they have. So when I teach you to build customer journeys in those first five steps, the acknowledge, prepare, project, prehandle, excite. I teach you how to do this and I teach you how to prepare them to get the product and how to get the most out of it and how to know how to use it because whether they know or not, we've opened the door and educated them and they feel very seen and involved and important and that's what makes them stick around to that point. And then in the Wise Owl survey, where 55% of respondents said they'd return to product because they didn't fully understand how to use it. And in that same survey, nearly 9 out of 10 said they'd be likely to stay loyal to a business that welcomes and educates them after buying their product or service. So on both of those points, they'd return to product because they didn't fully understand how to use it. I teach this all the time. After every single entry point, when they give you their email or they give you their credit card, you do these first five steps, which is what solves that problem because then they completely know how to use it. And then... The 9 and 10 that would likely to stay after they welcome and educate them, 1,000%, this same concept solves that same challenge. And so it's really, really important to understand how powerful this is. Because when you think about somebody who buys a product or buys a service, and then they are frustrated because they don't know how to use it, and it's not working All they're doing is resenting us and blaming us and saying it's because I don't know how to use it in blank. But what I've seen with experience and solved over the years 
is that when you pre-handle people's objections and you lay it out like, hey, this is how to use the product, this might happen, this mistake might happen, that when that situation happens, instead of it being evidence against us, they trust us more because we were open. And then they'll be like, hey, this isn't working. Can you help? And it changes the dynamic. <clears throat> and so the important part of this, and we talk about this all the time, is the jobs to be done framework. And you're going to want to Google this. You're going to want to watch some videos on this. But if you want to learn it, immerse yourself in it. And that's where we assume that people don't buy products or services. They hire them to solve a problem or reach a goal. You've heard me say this a thousand times. I tell you that when people buy your product or service, it's not the destination. It's just a bridge to the destination. People might be buying a fitness program to lose 10 pounds, but that's not why. Underneath it, they want to be happy. They want to be confident. They want to feel good in their skin, right? And so the losing the 15 pounds is the bridge to get to that deeper afterstate. And so when you start to understand that, when you start to think through that, when you remove the fact that your product is the solution, it allows you to see this and know what educational content and what type of material to make for people that would help move them closer to being ready to buy your product or service. And so I highly recommend that every one of you go read the studies and the links in the show notes below. We linked to jobs to be done. We linked to one, two, three, four, five studies that Ashley and I both read thoroughly. Um, and there is so much amazing knowledge and insight in there. And then I want to remind you to go refresh on the things that I said today. Go re-listen to the four paths of the peer. Go find the content on the acknowledge, right? And then if you want to know how to pair those two together in your behavior uh, and using those things with your customers, the, the wedge of expectations that I teach and I taught it on the podcast also applies to building customer journeys as like a side note that will help you give your customers wins and whatnot. And so I would highly recommend you dive into all of that. And for the rest of the month, I'm going to be focusing on customer journeys, specifically reminding you to get back to the basics, get back to building relationships, get back to building your community and understand the game of selling is one when you don't sell. It's one when you give value and content and your customers naturally get better and better. So their only option is to buy. And that's what all these studies are telling you. People care about the relationship. They care about the connection. They want to feel seen, heard, and respected. They want to feel educated. They don't want to be talked down to. They're begging and begging and begging. And the moment you pay attention and the moment you listen and you start to put these pieces in, you will skyrocket above everyone else in your industry, every one of your competitors that have no idea and no interest in competing on depth because all they care about is the bottom line and they're not willing to read the data and look at the feedback that if they really wanted to grow their bottom line, they would listen to what we shared today. And so this is your reminder that it's always about relationships. It's always about customers. It's always about the things that we said. No one buys your product and service as a solution. It's a bridge to their afterstate. People want to be educated. They want to be led. They want to be in relationships. They want to feel empowered. They want to feel educated. If we want to get them to give testimonies and to give us positive feedback, they have to win first. We have to help them get there. And these are the things that will help you play the game. And these numbers are astonishing. And when I started reading the studies, I also went and looked at the companies and some of them are like half a million, I mean, half a billion dollar data companies. And I was like, holy moly. So go immerse, go read the notes, go put them into practice. Let's get the rubber to the road. This whole month is customer journey. I mean, my whole life is customer journey, let's be honest. And so should yours. 
but we're going to keep focusing on it. I'm going to keep helping you go. So I love you. I appreciate you. I'm feeling extra pinky today. There's like seven different pops of pink in this frame and it makes me happy. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms, especially the most important one, which is you. And then I do have one selfish ask. Um, I love reading reviews on this podcast. The reviews don't help me do anything. I can already get guests. We have enough. But I love reading them and they like fill my bucket. So for a little insight knowledge, my love language is words of affirmation. (laughs) That's my number one. And I realized I haven't gotten a podcast review uh, in like three months because I got one yesterday. And it made me so happy when I saw it. And then I was like, oh, my God. So I'm going to ask if you could please, if you haven't left a review on the show, if you could please leave a review. I read every one of them. They come directly to my inbox. They make my heart happy. They give me feedback on how I'm doing. They help me understand you. And it just makes me feel very connected to you. And so I'm just going to ask from my heart if you would mind doing that. If you could please uh, leave a review on this podcast if you haven't already. Uh, everywhere podcasts are. You can view it on Spotify. You can view it on iTunes. Uh, but that would mean the world to me. Uh, iTunes would be preferred. And uh, that would be the one. Spotify would be second. So that's what I got. So I'm going to leave you with that. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful week. Have a beautiful whatever. Enjoy every minute. Remember, you're a lighthouse. You're a badass. And you always have a team in your corner because me and my whole family are here to help you. Have a beautiful day. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.